Now, True Wealth, presented by Little John Financial Services. Here are David Little John and Katie Shook with True Wealth on News Radio 1240 KQEN. All right, all right, all right. As David says, it's the best Tuesday you've had all week. <laughs> uh, welcome to the True Wealth Radio Show. My name is Katie Shook, and joining me in studio today is Heather Mock. And Heather works in our office. Uh, she's one of the admins that helps out with everything, basically, in our office. Uh, David is MIA today. I'm not telling you where he is or what he's doing, but today is the all-female financial show, which is always kind of fun when the ladies take over the radio waves. Woohoo! I know, right? <laughs> Go, women! Um, anyway, <laughs> anyways, um, so today, today is, you know, there's unique markers in the calendar um, and as a society, I don't know if they do them in other countries or not, but I know that in our country, we like celebrations. There's like something to celebrate almost like every day, if not multiple things, right? Like I know that Heather's looked up different things on the calendar and there's like National Zucchini Day. Mm. Or no, it was, what is it? National Give a Zucchini to Your Neighbor Day. Yeah, that's what it was. How does that even become I a was day? really excited about National Ice Cream Day, but I wasn't allowed to participate in it. <laughs> We didn't. So. Well, we wanted to give away ice cream, but you know, COVID. COVID. So there goes that idea. But so there's always fun days. Um, my favorite's always Pie Day, right? Which is March 14th. Cause you know it by heart. Well, because it's 3.14, um. and then it goes on from there, right? So it became Pie Day, affectionately known as Pie Day. Um, and uh, what is it? May 4th, right? May the fourth be with you. Oh so yeah. It's always. I know. We always joke around. But today is 4:20, right? And what is that? It like slang for. Marijuana. <laughs> right. So today we thought we'd do a very interesting show because every once in a while clients come to us and say, hey, should we invest in pot stocks? So we're going to cover that today on the show. Um, again, we are not giving financial advice. That's not what we do here. But we're just going to talk about things that people talk to us about. Right. And we feel like if they're sharing them with us, that maybe you want to know, too, as a listener. So um, we're going to go from there. But first, we're going to talk about how the markets did. Um, I'm going to cover three different indexes. I'm going to cover the S&P 500, which is our favorite at Little John Financial. It's kind of what we use as our benchmark. Um, the Dow Jones and the NASDAQ. And so just so you guys know, I, if you are investors right now, you're probably pretty excited because as of January, the da or sorry, the S and P 500 is up nine and a half percent, like since January, right? We just finished Q1, we're in Q2 now, so almost 10 percent for the beginning of the year. Like, woohoo! Let's see that one keep going because that would be kind of nice. Um, Can I have more money to throw in the stock? <laughs> I know, right? Digging, digging all the sofa change out, <laughs> right? Going, okay, I don't really have to eat this week. Can I, I put all that flip money that in the couch over? <laughs> Do you ever find change in your couch? Um, yes, I have. Have you? Yeah. I don't find There's always a lot of dog hair too though, so it's <laughs> kind of gross. So not sure that can be deposited in an IRA. <laughs> but if we can find a way to convert it, that would be awesome because I'm pretty sure I got I'll a lot work of that. on that. Right? I know. Well, and, and the change in the couch cushions is kind of a funny thing because who keeps changing their pocket anymore? Well, I love it when you pull out a piece of clothing that you haven't worn in forever and you find a 20 in it. That's I actually favorite. did the opposite. So I pulled money out this weekend and put it in my pockets because I was going to the farmer's market. And then I got home and I changed clothes, right? So I went to go work in the garden. And then yesterday I went to go pull out the cash and I went, what did I do with that cash? Oh, it was still in my pants pocket. So <laughs> I actually <laughs> dug through my hamper last night and went, there's my shorts. And then found, because it was like 25 bucks that I had in there. I pulled out some money. So yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Like when you get to do the laundry, mm -hmm. my favorite's when I do everybody else's laundry and then I find it's the like, money. Do you tell them that you found it in their pants pocket? Or Heck do you just no, keep finders it? keepers. <laughs> well, it doesn't I usually agree. 
stay in the pants pocket, right? It kind of wiggles its way out, and then all of a sudden there's a dollar bill or something. But if my kids are folding laundry and they find it first, unfortunately they get it. So <laughs> I, you know, finders keepers, like there's, <laughs> right? We all learned that one in grade school. Finders yeah. keepers, losers weepers. So yeah, if they find the money, I let them keep it. But yeah, so stock markets in general are up. Uh, the Dow Jones up 11.9% since January and the NASDAQ up 8.5%. So not sure which index you're following, but guess what? Everybody's having a good run this year. Um, that being said, not a whole lot of change since last week, right? It's kind of pretty, pretty flat. It's uh, S&P down 0.16%. I mean, it's a fraction. It doesn't matter. It feels like it's kind of flopping all over the place. So um, we're just a shade off of all-time highs. Those happened, most of those happened in April uh, last Friday. And uh, the NASDAQ had its all-time high in February. So um, we're pretty close, but we're moving in the right direction. I always like it when the markets go up. Because when the markets go up, people are happy. Yeah. Right? I mean, when they're down, though, it's a great time to buy. But but not if you're looking at your account going down. And yeah. you're like, oh, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Everybody likes a sale. But <laughs> nobody likes to lose money. So yeah. it makes it really tricky, right? Like if you're getting into the market, by the way, those of you who timed it just right and got in in like April last year when everybody was freaking out at money, you should be pretty happy because I'm pretty sure your stuff's up quite a bit if you invested in the right things. And if you're wondering what you should invest in, you know, you should give our office a call. There's my first shameless plug for the show, for sure. But um, you can always... 541-375-0898. Look at that. I didn't <laughs> even have to cue her in. It was awesome. Um, yeah, but so stock market's performing okay. Also, we just passed what would normally be a significant day for the U.S. So last Thursday, right, was normally tax deadline. But guess what? taxes have been extended to May 17th. So for those of you that have been putting it off, you get an extra month, but you know, the clock's ticking. You get actually a little less than 30 days. So get moving on that. The nice thing though, which we weren't sure about until mid-March was we weren't sure if they were going to extend the IRA contribution deadlines. That was the one I was worried about because it's one thing to say, well, you know, you have a little more time to do your taxes, but it doesn't always mean that you have more time to make contributions. Those are not mutually exclusive. So it was nice to know that people can still do that. And what does that mean for you guys as a listener? So if you've not done your taxes yet and you're trying to figure out what to do, it is not too late to make contributions to an IRA. Now, I'm not going to tell you which IRA to do because obviously that it goes again into your financial plan and that's financial advice. And that's not what I'm giving you. But I'm saying if you are considering your tax burden this year and want to possibly put a little money back into your pocket, you can look into a traditional IRA. You can look into a SEP IRA. Um, Roth IRAs do not give you the same benefit because they are after-tax dollars, not pre-tax dollars. But in essence, it grows tax-free. And I'm going to put like three asterisks after that comment. Because obviously there's caveats and you need to follow the rules, right? Anything that's designated by the IRS has rules. But if you're considering what's going on, you now have an extra month, right? You're in overtime. You get overtime to consider making those contributions and working that out. We were just talking about that today in the office. Have you done your taxes yet? Yes, I did them on the 14th at 1130 at night because I knew that if I waited... I'd just be stressed. So, 
I love in how my head like, I kept it April 15th. 11.30 at night, right? Like, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna get this done. Like, were you putting toothpicks in your eyes, like, trying to stay awake? I, I like, was laying in bed doing it. Because <laughs> let me tell you, I don't know anybody who's excited to do their taxes. Unless if, like, you know for a fact you're getting a refund, then it's like, no, no, I want to do them now. I want that money as fast as I can get it. But I am, I am never excited to do taxes. Like, that is just one thing that, yes, as an adult, you do. And I think it's the one thing everybody's just like, ugh, do I have to deal with it? Yeah, I always usually put it off. Do you ever so. file an extension? Never, no. Oh, so you're not really putting it off. Well, just down to the last minute. Ah, procrastination. It's awesome. So. Now, uh, yeah, tax deadlines, right? So move those to May 17th. Lots of options there. We're still getting phone calls asking about tax documents. So, by the way, if you make contributions to a retirement plan, you are not likely going to get an independent tax document. Usually, you get tax documents when you have distributions, right? So, usually, if you're contributing, if you're contributing to a retirement plan at work, um, then your contributions are usually on your W two statement. Right. It says like it, one of the boxes that you fill in as you're doing your taxes says like how much did you put into retirement? And there's usually a box on there. Um, if you put it into a traditional IRA, you just need to tell the IRS or, that you're putting it in an IRA. Now, you actually have to do it. You can't lie to the IRS and say you did it and then not do it. So make sure if you are doing that, that you get your money in. And by the way, if you haven't contributed yet and are considering it, Please do not stress your financial advisor out and drop <laughs> off the check on May 17th. Try to get, like, if you know you're going to do that, even if you don't have your taxes finished, at least get the check in a few days early so that they have time to do what they're supposed to do. Because it makes our life stressful <laughs> the it day does. that tax deadlines roll around. Because people are like, wait, can I put it in right now? It's even worse if you haven't opened that IRA yet. You're like, can I open an IRA and fund it today? And the answer is maybe, <laughs> right? If you're calling me at 454 saying, can I open an IRA and fund it today? My answer might be, nope, <laughs> too late. But uh, yeah, so try to get those things in early. Try to be nice to your financial advisor. And if you're thinking you need one and you don't have one, again, we'd love to talk to you. But reach out to someone that you know and trust. Um, but yeah, kind of crazy. Tax deadlines are coming up. I did my taxes. I'm very happy that I did my taxes. It's over with, right? We did them last weekend. Um, I'm just grateful to get that out. Like, right? That's like it feels like a, I was stressed, so it's a lot like more a relaxing now. Big box to check. Well, mm -hmm. and you've had some new stuff this year. Yeah, I was worried about. So I had my first 401k, and then I bought my first home. So I had both of those. So I was kind of stressed. I was like, oh, it's going to be harder. But using TurboTax, it kind of just threw it all in there and was super easy. So I was worried for nothing. <laughs> So. Well, but it also tells you that sometimes as you get older, your life gets more complicated, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I know for me, my taxes were way easier in my 20s when I didn't own anything and I was single. Yeah, versus I, like, I used to donate things all the time, but I never bothered writing them off because it was never enough to make a difference. So this was the first year I actually wrote things off, too. And that actually made a big difference this year. Well, and you did something different. We talked about it in the office. So you actually did an itemized deduction mm -hmm. versus just taking the standard. Because you, when you moved into your home, you actually gave away. Almost 90% of my stuff. I wanted to start over, new home, new life. Everything I owned was from my 20s anyway, and I'm in my 30s now. So, yeah, I donated most of my life and started over. So it was worth itemizing. Right. So right. it was a pretty good deduction. 
And that's also why you get tax receipts. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So you can show the IRS that you did those things, right? So again, you can tell the IRS one thing, but you got to prove it too. So make sure that you have the proof because the proof is in the pudding. Um, But but it was significant for you, right? It was worth it to have that. And you're not going to have that every year. COVID was interesting, too, with taxes, too, because some people took distributions from their retirement plans, and now they're trying to figure out, okay, well, how do I put that in the software? Or how do I tell my CPA? How much do I take? You know, if you took a distribution from your retirement plan due to COVID, um, you can either A, pay the taxes on it all now, right? You just didn't have the 10% penalty, which was nice. You can B, spread it out over three years, so it lightens the tax burden a little bit. You can C, pay it back. Right. So if you paid it back, then there was nothing in essence to claim. And the nice thing is usually when you take a distribution, you have to pay it back in 60 days. And just due to COVID, the IRS said, you know, we're going to we're going to give you three years to pay it back. So that was unique in itself. And speaking of TurboTax, I use the same. By the way, this is not an endorsement for TurboTax. It was just that (laughs) we just happen to use the same software. But um, it took them until the middle of March to have it built into the software to even know how to handle those, right? So if you were like trying to get your TurboTax uh, taxes done um, in January, it wasn't even in there yet because sometimes laws take a while to catch up, right? Or they gotta write it in and they gotta write the code and kind of figure everything out. it's funny, I'm new to this industry. I've officially had my one year, a little bit past it now, but as I'm trying to learn everything all brand new, 2020 happened and all the rules changed. So it's like everything I learned, I was told, but that's not common. Don't, you know. <laughs> don't get used yeah. to it. D- don't sit there very long. <laughs> don't get comfortable. That's not how it works. <laughs> that is so true, huh? You started in the middle. Well, yeah, you started and then a few months later we had COVID. So mm-hmm. um, you have had a very interesting tale to tell. Yes. <laughs> As far as learning a new industry, but like you said, you've been here for about a year and a half now. Are we going on that? Um, when did you start? November. Well, November. November. Yeah, so going on about a year and a half now. So crazy how time flies. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm still learning. There's still so much to learn. So, but well, speaking of learning, this is a great segue. So when we come back, we're going to talk about 420 and pot stocks, and I'm going to quiz Heather a little bit. So right now you're listening to Katie Shook and Heather Mock. And we're on the True True Wealth Radio Show on News Radio 1240 KQEN. Welcome back to the True Wealth Radio Show. I'm your hostess with the most is Katie Shook, and in studio with me is Heather Mock. And Heather works in our office at Little John Financial here in Roseburg. We do have two locations in Roseburg and Salem. By the way, if you're just joining us, check out the podcast. We have our podcast posted. Heather's job is actually to post the podcast. Yes, it is. So we have the podcast up on our uh, website, usually on Wednesdays, the day after, because guess what? After this, we go home because it's after five o'clock. Yeah. So it doesn't happen tonight, but it'll happen first thing tomorrow morning. All right. So today is a unique day. It is 420. National Marijuana Day. <laughs> <laughs> is it National Marijuana Day or is it just that 420 is known? Like usually when you say 420, people are like, huh, time to smoke pot. Uh-huh. Okay. So it's kind of known in the marijuana industry as time to smoke pot. So we thought, you know, when we were discussing today, like, what should we talk about on the radio? She said, well, it is 420. Should we talk about pot stocks? And I thought, that's a good idea. Now, Heather and I were just mentioning that she's been with our uh, firm for about a year and a half. I am going on my 
it'll it's officially seven years going into my eighth year on April twenty eighth. Oh, so nice. next week, next Wednesday. So well, happy early anniversary. I know. It's kind of crazy. I can't believe I've been here this long. By the way, there is a steep learning curve mm-hmm. in the financial <laughs> industry. Like you think you know, but you don't know until you've <laughs> sat in Heather's spot. And you know, and I chair. still don't know. <laughs> right. And, and as she was saying, right, like she started working and then a few months later we had COVID and it was like, okay, but don't expect any of these rules to work. And she's like, but these are the ones I know because this is what I just learned. Uh, true, right? <laughs> so as we were talking about pot stocks, that question comes up every so often. People say, oh, you know, marijuana is legal now in Oregon. Should I invest in marijuana stocks? Now, understand it's not as simple as you think it is, right? In order for a stock to be on the stock exchange, it has to be a publicly traded company, right? So there's different things that it has to go through um, to get to that point. Right. So just because it's legal in Oregon doesn't mean that other states have adopted that. It seems like there's more and more every day, but there's a handful of states where marijuana is legal and there's a handful of states where it isn't. Um, and the question still is, what are they going to do with it federally? Right. Because as far as I know, marijuana is still illegal federally. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes a difference. But so when we we're talking about it, I said, you know what, if you want to talk about marijuana stocks, let's do that. I'm going to have you do some research and see what you get. And, and this, by the way, is not a test of your ability or wits or anything, but I wanted you to see what it was like to be a DIYer, right? Like if if you if somebody says to you like, yeah, you should invest in marijuana stock and you go, okay, which one should I do, right? Because that's a broad sweeping thing. Oh, you should do this thing. Well, I Googled and then you get like 20 million results that all recommend different things and different catchy titles and stuff. So I went with one. <laughs> with one. Okay. Well, she started with a piece of information, mm-hmm. right? And and what piece of information did you start with? Um. So it said top marijuana stocks for April 2021. Okay. So. And, and rightfully so. You're thinking, okay, well, this is a recommendation for this month. Let me see what they have to say. Mm-hmm. Right? So what did the article say? Um. Well, I didn't even finish it. But so it gave a few different categories. So there was like best value marijuana stocks. And then there was fastest growing marijuana stocks. And then there was marijuana stocks with the most momentum. And what I noticed is all of them have different companies on the list. Like there was only like one that repeated on two of the lists. So that makes it kind of confusing that they're they're supposed to be great. Why are they not on all three of the lists? Well, and it just goes to show you how many there are necessarily to choose from, right? So as a DIY, you're sitting down and you're going, okay, I know I want to invest in this industry, right? And you're going, okay, so what do I invest in? And she pulled an article, which she thought would be reliable. Now, at this point, we don't know if it is or not, mm-hmm. right? It's somebody saying this is their opinion on what the top stock should be. Yes. And they're saying, okay, this one's the best value. And you're like, great, these are the best value. Okay, but this one has the more momentum. And you're like, ooh, do I want the one with more momentum that maybe will grow faster? Or do I want the one that's the best value? Because those are not the same proposition, right? And then there was momentum and then what? Fastest growing. Right. Uh, Yeah. Best value, fastest growing and most momentum. Right. Which I thought it was interesting that the article broke it down into fastest growing and momentum. Because I'm like, why are they discerning between the two? Because I would make the assumption that if they were fast growing, that they would have momentum. Mm -hmm. But they're not. They're separating them out. Right. And again, there was only one company that overlapped in those two categories. They were fastest growing and most momentum. And so um, as I was looking at the list, so she showed me the article. And as I'm looking at the list, I'm like, well, this is just more confusing because they listed, was it was like five or six or seven. How many was it? Like seven? Um, six. Six. So they listed six stocks. OK, so now I'm like, great. Now we're down to 18 stocks just based on this one article. Right. 
And you're like, okay, that doesn't really help me decide. And I know when we were looking at the stocks themselves, the prices were anywhere from $8 a share to like $180 a share, mm -hmm. right? So I guess if you're looking to invest $100, then that automatically knocked out the high guy. Mm -hmm. But haha, high guy. No pun intended on that one. But, bada bing. Yeah, bada boom. You ready? Okay. I know. I need a bell. Da ding. Anyways, uh, I know. We still don't have our soundboard. We want that. I digress. So we were, we were looking into these and I'm having Heather do the research because I want her to really experience how confusing and the data dump that you get, right? So the other thing she did, which was really smart, is she went to, um, I'm assuming it was Google Finance. It could have been uh -huh, Yahoo it Finance. Was. She went to Google Finance and she said, okay, if these are the, these oh, are the actually, top. It was Yahoo. Okay. Yeah. Went to a finance register <laughs> online. <laughs> and said, you know, I'm gonna pull the stats, right? And see how they did. Now, there was something interesting that you did and we were talking, so again, we're prepping for the show, we're talking about marijuana stocks, we're looking at the different values, right? We're looking at the PE ratios and she said, what is a PE ratio? What is it, do you remember? Um, was it prices and earnings? Price to earnings ratio, right? And she goes, well, what does that have to do with anything? And David and I have talked about price to earnings ratios on the past, so again, if you, if you want to know what a P.E. ratio is and how important that is, check out the past podcast because we've definitely talked about that, especially when it came to like Tesla versus Ford. We've talked about the P.E. ratios. We, in fact, I think did almost a whole show on P.E. ratios. But we were talking about that. We were talking about the earnings. I noticed a couple of them didn't pay dividends, right? So how important are dividends to you? And that was another question that got brought up. A couple of them reported dividends. They were usually about one or two percent, not uncommon. Um, but there was something interesting because she goes, oh, over this last year, this is what it did. And I said, okay, and we looked at it, but it wasn't over a year. What was it? It was year to date, so January to April. Right, because I was like, no, this scale only goes back to January. And she goes, you're right, it's year to... <laughs> so even looking at it, usually when you pull up stocks on Google or Yahoo Finance and stuff, they'll start with like the one day movement, then the one week or five day movement. Right. So yeah, is it like one, one day, day, five days, one month, six month, year to date, one year, five year and max. Right. So and it probably looked a little different from the year to date than it did for the one year. Mm -hmm. Right now. So now you're looking at the charts. Right. How are they performing? Are they up or are they down? Um, didn't did you get any conclusions from looking at those? Um, so I took what the article said was the top three. And for the past year, it looks like they're all up. Um, but it ranges. One's up like almost two dollars. One's up ten. One's up eight. So they're growing, but it seems at a slow pace. Okay. Now the one that's up two dollars. Mm -hmm. Where did it start? So it started last year at six twenty, and it's now at seven seventy. Okay. So so now here's the thing, though. That's a more significant growth than something that is on a similar dollar value, but in a higher swing. Does that make sense? So like, um, okay, what's the next one up? I'll explain. I'll um, do the math in just a second. <laughs> okay, so the next one started at 778 and now it's up to $8. Okay, so that's not really a significant growth at all, right? Um, yeah, and this was the one that the Reddit trading community all hopped on board on this one and ah, wait, wait, skyrocketed. Wait. Now we've talked about Reddit, right? Because mm -hmm. we talked about Reddit with GameStop, which I still, you can hear my eye roll every time I mention GameStop, <laughs> it's loud. Um, but the Reddit community, right, talks about different stocks and what they're doing, and mm -hmm. sometimes they're traders. So, see, this is a very interesting path, right? So, first you started with an article, 
that gave you some stocks. Then you started researching the stocks. Mm -hmm. Then you went to a different online board for validation, right? Or, or to find out more information. Yeah. Okay. And what did you find? Um, well, so they thought that with the new administration that they would make marijuana legal. So they all hopped on board on this one stock. So they brought it from $7.78 up to $63.91. That's a significant That jump. was February 10th. But now already, just today, it's dropped down to $15.89. So, it's, so a lot of them jumped off the bag, band rag, wagon already. But Ouch. But that was a high jump for everything that I've been looking at. And so all the other stocks are just like a slow increase. So it was a high. So this kind of had a little bit of a GameStop thing to it, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, so everybody bought it at $7 or cheaper, right? And then they posted it. So everybody started getting on board and buying it. So the person that bought it at $63 right now, if they still own it, is hurting. Mm -hmm. Like they've lost a chunk of change, right? But if you bought it at $7 and sold it at 63 You always want to be that first one on the bandwagon. <laughs> Right. And understand, too, that sometimes by the end time the information gets out, it's diluted. Mm -hmm. Right. Because other people are reading the same information. Well, don't they always say by the time you've heard about it, it's too late? Yeah. So that's, that's kind of my point. Right. Like, so they're they're sitting here and and they're saying, oh, you should you should do this one. You should do this one. And everybody goes, great. And then they buy it. You know, I mean, even if you bought it at 20, 30 dollars and sold it up, even at 50 or 60, if you hold so in, anywhere near the high. Right. If you bought it at 20 and sold it at 40, you doubled your money. Right, you're happy. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter that it hit 63. But if you bought it at 63 and it's down at 15, I'd be pretty sad. Yeah. Right. I'd be pretty sad about that. So all right. So you're you're going in and you're looking at all of this data and trying to figure out what to do on the Reddit board. And by the way, this is great information for people to understand. DIY is not always the easiest case. So when we get back, we're going to continue this story about what it means to get your own information off the web and where it's valuable. Right now, you're listening to Katie Shook and Heather Ma, and we're on the True Wealth Radio Show on News Radio 1240 KQEN. Welcome back to the True Wealth Radio Show. I'm your host, Katie Shook. This in studio today with me is Heather Mock. And we're talking 420. So we've talked about it before from time to time with David. Um, we get calls every once in a while to our office asking, should I invest in marijuana stocks? I always call them pot stocks. I think it just rolls off the tongue easier. But marijuana stocks, um, there's a lot that goes into it. And one of the things I tell you is that our office does lots of extensive research when we make recommendations for investments. So um, if we ever had one on the list, I don't think we do right now, but if we ever had one on the list, we definitely would have made sure that we vetted it and it fit what the parameters are that we are looking for. Um, but because it's 420, we're going to talk marijuana today. And in turn, I tasked Heather with the task of uh, looking up marijuana stocks and trying to figure out, like, if you were a DIYer and, you know, you decided this is something that you wanted to do, how would you figure out what stock to invest in. And so you mentioned at first you kind of Googled, right, mm -hmm. a couple things. You found a, an article that seemed interesting, right, which gave you a handful of stocks that none of them matched on either category. Uh -huh. Not none. There was one. 
that happened to be on two categories, which was fastest growing and most momentum, but it wasn't on the value pick. Correct. Right? So you're like, okay, do I want great value? I feel like it's like the Bud Light thing, right? Tastes great, less filling. It's like, which which one do I want? The great value or the one that has more momentum? And it's like, I don't know. And then she said, well, let me see what other information I can find. So then all of a sudden there was a Reddit board that kind of mentioned one of the other stocks and she was pulling graphs and charts from Yahoo Finance and trying to figure out the data. I will tell you, there is so much data. Like yes, we, there is. We refer to it as a data dump. Like it's it's overwhelming, right? So you're gonna do one of two things. You're either gonna look at it and then go, ugh, I don't know, right? And keep digging and digging and digging. Or you're gonna find the data that confirms your bias, right? Now, if you had a certain <laughs> stock, it's true. If you had a certain stock in mind and you're like, well, I wanna see how it's doing. Now, that's different, right? If you said, I have XYZ stock, and I want to see how it's doing. And if it looks like it's performing great and it's something I want, then great. And and we've had this conversation before. I'm not changing the subject, but um, Beyond Meat was something. Mm-hmm. You're you're a vegan? Yes. Okay. So Heather's a vegan. Hi, by the way, flat out admit I'm better at it, but I still get vegan and vegetarian confused. I get it. I know. It's the dairy is the difference. I know. But to me, like a vegetarian is only vegetables. Like that makes sense in my head, but that's not the way it works <laughs> at all. <laughs> So I got to figure out how to switch it back in my head, right? It just gets switched around. Um, but we were talking about Beyond Meat, but that is a specific product mm-hmm. that you like and, you know, are passionate. good. Right, so. are passionate about. So mm-hmm. it's one thing to invest in things that you know specifically. Disney's mine, by the way. I love Disney. And go Disney because it's at all-time highs, too. It's pretty awesome. Um, but if it's not something specific, if it's an industry, right, when you're talking marijuana as an industry, those change. And by the way, there's some people that used to be on the stock exchange that no longer exist. So sometimes that can be really tricky too, you know, looking at past performance, looking at it. Um, is there any other information that you found out as you were reading about different marijuana stocks? Um, no, there were just so many articles that went in different directions. It's like, which four stocks are no longer going to exist? Which four are the best? Which, Why would you, know, you want to invest in something that's going to no longer exist? That sounds well, like I think, losing Yeah, money. I was telling you to stay away from it. So... Um, but there was just so much. It was definitely overwhelming. It's like, well, which one, which path do you follow? And what so makes did you, you come to a clear conclusion on anything? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, in this, by the way, this is important. And I'm not doing, I'm not trying to put Heather on the spot to make her look bad or anything like that. It's not that at all. It's that when you are trying to do it yourself, understand that you are the librarian, right? It's your job to vet all the information. Do you understand the information that you're looking at, right? And if you have questions, how do you find out the answers other than Googling more answers? I'm pretty sure. I usually call David. (laughs) Well, but now you have a financial pro and it's not (laughs) DIY any longer. It's this is a good learning experience, too, because now you understand, too, what clients can potentially go through, right, if they're Mm -hmm. doing it themselves. I know some of you listeners out there are DIYers, and it's totally fine if you have the time to do the research and keep up on the homework, right? Because remember, data moves day to day. So it's Mm -hmm. not just about finding what's valuable today, but making sure it's still valuable a month from now, six months from now, six years from now, you know, or are you just going to buy it on speculation? Just be like, "Eh, I just want to own it and it does what it does, right? Yeah, it was saying that a lot of these companies, uh, well, the top ones were doing great, but they're not going to show profit because they were putting more money back into getting new equipment. So it's like they're doing good, but not showing it. Right, which could be interesting too, because if you're just looking at the numbers, then you may pass up a 
potential opportunity, opportunity not knowing the whole story mm -hmm. right so the whole story is something that's really important to look at when you're vetting it i do think sometimes it's easier when it's a specific stock or specific company that you're going out after and then trying to figure out if that's something you really want to invest in versus just a category um, because there are there's so, too many yeah. there's so many options well okay so a she she didn't come to any conclusion on which doc she'd be the best and by the way we wouldn't tell you what it was anyway because we don't make stock <laughs> recommendations here on this show but the other part of it okay so say you found one right say you found one you're like i want to invest in that how do you go about doing that i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so this brings up the next question right do you do it in an ira we talked about iras and tax deadlines do you do it in an ira those have different tax consequences than just a standard what they call brokerage account, right? Which is not a retirement vehicle. It's just an investment account, right? So mm -hmm. it's like, okay, do I, which one do I open, right? Because they have different ramifications for both. Um, can you open both? Sure, you can. I rolled over a Roth with you guys and then I have a with individual. With you guys, you're part of the company <laughs> yeah, too well, with, with yourself. <laughs> yeah. So. But, um, but there's different options, right? Yeah. And, and just because you decided to invest doesn't mean that a, either of those options, like when you're talking about Roth or traditional, if you haven't made enough contribution, then you can do that to go ahead and do that, but to do the investments, but that doesn't mean necessarily that you're going to, mm -hmm. right? You could potentially do a brokerage account and invest in it that way. And the way brokerage accounts work is if you ha buy a stock. So let's say you decided to do it. It's 420. You decided to buy a pot stock. You opened up a brokerage account, stuck $1,000 in there and bought $1,000 worth of pot stock. Now, if you sell it, in less than 365 days, in less than one year, right? So not a calendar year. If you sell it in less than a year, then there's short-term capital gains if you made money, right? So let's say you buy it for a thousand and sell it nine months from now for 1500. Then there's $500 worth of profit and that's taxable as short-term capital gains, okay? Which is usually income tax level. If you hold it longer, then it's not. Sorry, I got a little weird feedback in my ear. I was like, wait a minute, I'm hearing stuff. Um, if you hold it longer than 365 days, then it's long-term capital gains, which is taxed at a lower rate, right? So now you have to think about not only your investment, but how long you plan to hold it. Are you it. paying taxes on it, even though you didn't actually take the money out? Yes, if you sold it, if you realized the gain, then yes, you will owe taxes. You will get a tax document on it in the year that you sold it and recognize the gain. Okay. But if it's still growing and you haven't sold it, no taxes, right? So so there's, there's some ins and outs to this, right? Like it's like, okay, now that I found the investment I wanna make, how do I go about doing it? And which is the best vehicle for me? Um, and this is where it gets dangerous because I feel like there's just enough information floating around on the airwaves and on the, you know, on the web to go, yeah, you should totally plunk it into this kind of account. And everybody's like, great. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I made all this money. And then the next year they're like, oh my gosh, I owe all these taxes. <laughs> I didn't know what I had, right? Or I over-contributed and I didn't know I couldn't put that much in. So the hardest part about DIY is you better make sure you know all the rules. Mm -hmm. And again, there's nothing wrong with it. If you wanna take the time to do the research and do it all that way, great. If not, find a professional that you can work with. And if you don't have one, call our office. 541-375-0898. She's awesome. She's so on cue. It's because you train your dogs, right? You're like, I got yeah. this. I know the cues. No, she Sit. Yeah. I don't do that one very well either. I'm pretty antsy. Um, but a business professional is somebody that's super important. Oh my gosh, I can hear it. Can you hear it? 
I don't know. Oh, I'm getting weird feedback. Sorry about that, guys. All right. So 420 in pot stocks. The, the conclusion is, who knows, right? <laughs> should you invest? Should you not invest? This is something that is a personal conversation, either with yourself, if you're a DIYer, or with your professional advisor to say, hey, you know, do I want to do that? Um, you know, would they recommend it? Are you asking about an industry or a specific company? Those are different conversations. Um, and again, conversations we've had with our clients. So it's not uncommon. And we do have some clients that own them, right? They've come in and said, hey, we want to. No different than if a client walks in and says, I want to own Tesla. It's like, okay, you can buy Tesla and with your money. I mean, that's your choice, right? It's your decision. Um, and we may say, you know, we recommend that or we don't recommend that. And you can say, I don't care. I want to do it anyway. Because guess what? Still your money. So you can totally do that. But there's a lot of decisions to make, and it's a lot more complicated than you think sometimes. And that's where business professionals come in, especially in the financial industry, right? You don't, my favorite expression is you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And it took me a minute to get that one. You don't know what you don't know. And I bet you didn't think you were going to have to learn as much as you did. <laughs> I realized there was a lot I didn't know. So. And as you're doing research, doesn't it open new questions, mm -hmm. new doors? I mean, now... I think it's easier to relate to our clients at times when I have to do my own research because then it's like, oh, I came up with this question. Oh, I came up with this question. Right. Like, I feel like it leads to more questions, not more answers. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like going down the rabbit hole. It is. But you're looking for the information that you need to make the decision. Right. And sometimes you have to keep going down that rabbit hole until you finally get to a point where you're like, OK, I have enough answers. It may not even be everything answered either, but enough answers to make a decision. Right. And is the decision time sensitive? That's the other one. Like how much information do you have time forever to kind of research it? Or is it something where you're like, nope, I'm going to make the decision by this date based on the research that I have at this moment. And I'm going to go for it because sometimes that's scary. Right. Sometimes mm -hmm. doing the research is fun. But then you look at it and you're like, I don't know if I really want to put that much in. And I think it's different when you're talking, you know, $100 versus $1,000 versus $10,000. Like the larger the increments of money, probably the more research that goes into it. I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so, too. But I know that we all treat different quantities of money differently, mm -hmm. right? Like most people don't treat a half a million dollars like five grand, right? They're going to treat it a little bit differently. So the investments may look a little different, too, as well. All right. We're going to take our last break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what you should do when you're doing your own research. So stick around. This is Katie Shook and, and Heather Mock. And you're listening to the True Wealth Radio Show on News Radio 1240 KQEN. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the last segment of the True Wealth Radio Show. This is your host, Katie Shook. In studio with me today is Heather Mock, who is also from our office at Little John Financial. Um, just wanted to say, if you are just tuning in, you missed it. We were talking about marijuana all day mm -hmm. and, and having a high time. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> um, check out the podcast on our website, littlejohnfs.com. Um, we were talking about marijuana stocks today and, and doing some research pretty inconclusive at this point um you know definitely need some more research but it was a good dive into what it's like in the day in the life of a DIYer trying to do research on their own stock um and sometimes it's a good experience right you never know what people go through until you walk a mile in their shoes and I feel like that's something that's super important because it enables us to learn 
right? Like there's lessons and things that you've learned today about what people see, how they validate information, where they go. Um, I'm always concerned when it's like top Google searches and it's like, okay, did you, you know, is it really valuable information or is it just that tons of eyeballs have seen it? So um, I, I always kind of am slightly skittish on stuff like that. I'm always trying to figure out the bigger picture. You said something that was very valuable too. Um, as you were doing your research, you said, you know, the companies are investing their money back into the company. So they may be profitable, but it doesn't look like it, right? Like, cause they're, they're taking their money and putting it back. So you're not getting a dividends check. They're not sharing the profit. They're reinvesting it in a company, which is considered a growth company, right? And there's a lot of companies out there that does that do that. They take their profits and then they reinvest it into more growth, more equipment, bigger manufacturing, whatever it may be, right? Bigger infrastructure. Um, so make sure you look at the whole picture when you are trying to do your own research on specific stocks. And by the way, if the thought of doing your own research is exhausting to you, go seek help from a financial professional. And if you don't have one, call our office. How do they reach us? 541-375-0898. And by the way, you may get Heather on the phone. You may get me. It's rare. But every once in a while, I answer the phone. <laughs> Usually you get Heather, you get Kelsey. Um, but we all share. We all answer. Mm -hmm. And you know you're in trouble if you actually get Dave, because that means everybody's on the phone. <laughs> And he was the last one to answer. <laughs> it happens from time to time. I think people are always surprised when they get David. They're like, wait, what? I actually got the boss? And he's like, yeah, everybody else is busy. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> ah, it's kind of funny. But we believe in a live answer. So we always try to answer the phone anytime we can. We believe in helping our clients. And if you have questions or concerns about what the market is doing, then you know give our office a call i like the fact that the market's up almost 10 percent this year that makes me really happy because that means all the money i've invested is working right i like rabbits i like it when my money thinks of itself at like rabbits it's just like oh more rabbits let's just keep going then i can retire earlier and that makes me happy too so but today we talked about pot stocks i had heather who was nervous come <laughs> very on the nervous show. i don't know why it's so well I would say I was pretty nervous in the very beginning when we started doing the show, and I've done it for so many years now. It's a little bit more second ha second nature. Yeah, this is only my second time on here, and the first time was like a year ago. So, no, it wasn't that long ago, I, was it? I feel like it was. It may feel like it. I don't think it was that long ago. <laughs> See, David, you got to stop taking vacation. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We all deserve a break from time to time. But Heather, it was nice having you on the show today. I appreciate you being my co-host because let me tell you, me monologuing for 45 minutes, not as entertaining. By the way, guys, if you're listening to the show and you have questions about specific stocks, specific industries, what you want to know, because we always want to know what you want to know. Right. So you can email us. You can call us. You can drop us a line, however you like, social media, you name it. Um, tell us what you're thinking because we would like to talk about it on the radio because um, we always want to make sure that this show is beneficial for you. Mm -hmm. um, we want to make sure that we're giving you edutainment, right? A <laughs> little bit of education sprinkled with a little bit of entertainment because who wants to listen to a boring show for 45 minutes? I know I don't, right? I want to listen to something that keeps my attention. Um, but yeah, we're always looking for new topics, always trying to figure out what to talk about. Um, again, if you missed it, check out the podcast. It's tax deadlines have been extended till May 17th, so it's not too late to contribute to an IRA. If that's something that is beneficial for you, talk to your tax professional, or I guess you could do your own research and figure it out. You can always go to the IRS website, although sometimes the language used is not very clear, so you may need to validate 
with another website. <laughs> Going into the DIYer zone. Totally understand. Oh, goodness. I can't believe we're out of time today already. It's gone it by. It went by fast. It's gone by so fast. And by the way, again, we at Little John Financial do not recommend or not recommend doing pot stocks. This was not a recommendation shop. This was just an interesting topic that happened to fall on an interesting day. But either way, we hope this is the best Tuesday you've had all week. I know the sun is out. I'm excited about spring. Well, that's what it says on my calendar. So what? that it's the best Tuesday all week. It is? Mm -hmm. That's what it says? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. Nobody <laughs> ever talks about the other Tuesday. <laughs> it's worse when it's a muse day. <laughs> Let me tell you. And it's or I always call it muse day, but that sounds amusing. David calls it a ton day because it always feels like a ton when you have a Monday off and mm -hmm. then you're trying to catch up on both of those days. But, um, you know, guys, we have a great time in our office. We love to learn. We love to educate. Our pillars that we stand are, are on is educate, plan, and invest in that order. Um, and again, what we're trying to do is bring you some education, right? We're talking about things to look for when you DIY. So things to look for, make sure you're going to uh, valid information sources, right? Don't go to the rumor mill. Reddit's a pretty interesting one because it kind of tells you what people are talking about. But then go and validate somewhere else. Look at all the data. Look at the information. Dig down until you feel like you have an answer. And if you don't, ask somebody. And it, if you're a DIYer and you have a relationship with somebody who you feel like has been very wise with their money in the market and you know that, ask them. Validate against them. You know, sharing ideas is something that I think is always really important. Just be careful. We talked about advice last week on the show, right? Where do you get your advice from? Make sure you're getting your advice from a valid source, right? Like, don't ask the person that's lost all their money stock advice because that would probably not work. Oh, my goodness. But it looks like we're out of time today. So, Heather, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. And you've been listening to the True Wealth Radio Show on News Radio 1240 KQEN. Seating program was paid for by Little John Financial Services. The opinions and views expressed may not reflect those of Brook Communications, its affiliates, or its employees.